Welcome to Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to help you discover treasures and truth from God's Word and also give you deeper insights and understanding of the character and nature of God. Here's your host, Dr. Kazumba Charles. God bless you. God bless you. This is uh, Dr. Kazumba Charles here. Thank you so much for joining me this week as I bring you the Word of God. Today we're going to focus on uh, the benefits of uh, delighting in the Lord. The benefits of delighting in the Lord. There's just something special when we delight in God. There's just something, something special when we focus on God, when we seek the kingdom of God and when we pursue the kingdom of God. So it's my desire and an honor and a privilege this, uh, this day to bring you this word, the benefit of uh, delighting in God. I believe very strongly that what you desire and what you need in your life right now and what you are praying for will come to pass if you you pay attention to what we are going to discuss uh, or to share to, on today's program. I believe uh, you're going to be impacted and you're going to understand how to obtain something that God has given to you, something that God has promised to you, and something that God predestined for you. Let's go to Psalms uh, uh, chapter 37 and uh, verse uh, 4. In that scripture, we read, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Let me read that once again. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Most of the times, we focus on uh, the promise that God will give us whatever our hearts desires. But realizing the context of uh, Psalms 37 verse 4 will help us better comprehend what it means to delight in the Lord. There is just something powerful and tangible when you delight in God. Something big, something special, breakthroughs happen, transformation happen, deliverance happen when you delight in the Lord. The Hebrew word, let's look at that word delight. The Hebrew word for delight simply means to gain pleasure or to enjoy. Another Hebrew word uh, uh, for delight simply means to be soft or pliable. Those who delight in God are to be soft and tender, tender towards God's presence, always teachable, always pliable in His hand. In Psalms 37 verse 4, the Hebrew verb delight is anag, A-N-A-G. You can see it on your screen there. He's a command which charges us to find our enjoyment or fulfillment in Yahweh. It charges us to find our, our fulfillment in, in Yahweh. 
The command to delight in God appears right after King David had given instructions in uh, Psalms uh, 37 verse 1 to 3. So before we can understand Psalms 37 verse 4 about the, the command to delight in God and he will give us the desires of our heart, we have to back up a little bit and read chapter 1 through to 3 of Psalms 37. Now, the command to delight in God appears right after King David had given special instructions in Psalms 37 verse 1 to 3 about not to be envious or upset or jealousy of those who seem to prosper by doing or through evil means. Let's just read that quickly. Psalms 37 verse 1 to 3, he says, Do not flight. That word flight could mean upset or even envious. Do not flight because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust, he says, but you... I'll just interject with that. But you trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy self-pasture. Do not envy evildoers. There is, a, there is a, um, uh, a temptation to envy those who are prospering in whatever ways, those who are living a life that is ungodly and they seem to have more followers than you. They seem to have more likes on their pages. They, feel, they, they seem to have more comments. They seem to have uh, uh, people following them. There is a, there is a, there is a temptation to, to envy those who seem to prosper uh, 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 in an ungodly way or prosper according to the world, uh, who prosper according to the world's the worldly standard. But here he says, uh, the psalmist says, uh, don't envy evildoers. Don't envy those who prosper outside the governance of the kingdom of God. Don't envy those who seem to have gone ahead of you or to, to be looking like they are doing tangible, they are doing greater things and things are happening. Don't envy. Listen, the other reason you shouldn't envy them because God created you differently. You are created very differently. Your path to what you need is totally different from those you see. You got to focus on you and on God so that God can make known is the path to your life. And we're going to be talking, touching on that too. Now listen to this here. The psalmist says, don't envy evildoers. They will wither like grass. They will fade like the green in the fields. Here in Canada, when, uh, 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 when, when the summer ends, uh, the snow quickly begins to, I mean, the spring starts quickly to, to come in. You could see the flowers that were so green start changing to yellow. By the time the, 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 the winter comes, uh, 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 the snow comes, uh, you can't even see most of the greens. They've all withered away. So. The, the, the psalmist here is encouraging us, don't envy those who prosper outside the governing body of the kingdom of God, or who seem to prosper by doing what is evil, who seem to prosper by trending in a in, in, in an ungodly way. You don't have to envy. Why? They will wither like grass. 
they will fade like green in the fields. But for you, for you trust in Adonai and do good and feed on faithfulness of serving God and saving the purposes of his kingdom, then you will delight in what? In the Lord. Psalms 37 verse 4 corresponds with the Philippians chapter 4 verse 4, which say, which is also a command. It says, uh, continually rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. It says, uh, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. I will shout it again. Rejoice. Let your graciousness, 5, let your graciousness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. So when we celebrate the presence of the Lord as our chief delight, God will give us the desires of our hearts. The word translated desires, mishlot, Mishlot is a Hebrew word. I'm probably killing it. I not, may not be saying it properly, but it's on the screen there. Mishlot comes from the Hebrew verb shaw, which means to ask or request. To ask or request something. The deepest, and this is what we need to understand, the deepest needs, desires, and questions of our hearts are all bound up in the life and love of God. Whatever else we might think we desire, God knows that we truly need, God knows what we truly need. And the biggest desire and what we need is not money, is not prosperity, is not all these other stuff, even though they are good and we need them. But the greatest desire that we should desire is to dwell in the presence of God, is to delight in God, is to make God our inhabitant, to make God our hiding place. Because when you have God as your hiding place, and you have delighted in God, you can prosper and enjoy the fruits of uh, your prosperity or your, 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 your blessings. When our affections are centered upon the Lord and we delight in Him, the deepest yearnings of our heart will be fulfilled by His personal love and grace for us. We shall ask whatever we, we will, and it shall be given unto us. John 15 verse 7 says that. And we shall be completely satisfied in Him, since our enjoyment and worship of Him is our greatest gift and good in this life. And in the life to come as well. So to delight in God is to find fulfillment, is to find enjoyment, is to have an acknowledgement that you belong to God and He is your final fulfillment. He is your final enjoyment. Things outside the kingdom of God cannot fulfill you. 
your riches cannot fulfill you. That's why people, des they have, then they desire for more, and they go ahead and kill to just get more. Why? Riches does not and will not and cannot do what cannot satisfy you. What you need before you can gain all these things is what is God himself, to delight in God, to delight in the will of God, to delight in the purposes of God, to delight in the kingdom of God. Let me give you five practical words to delight in the Lord. They could, there are many of them, but I just chose five. The first one of uh, our practical ways to delight in God is, uh, is, 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 uh, is, is found in uh, Psalms 40 verse 8. Let's go there. It says, I delight to do your will, O my God, and your law is within my heart. Now, let's first break it down here. Your law is within my heart. We got to look at that word law. That word is a Hebrew word called uh, Torah. It simply means uh, instructions. So it's not talking about the law as we know it. it it's talking about instructions. So we can read this Bible passage differently like this. I delight to do your will, oh my God, and your instruction is within my heart. So number one, one the first practical way to, do, to, 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 uh, to delight in God is to do God's will. And this is very crucial because most of us, we try to do so many other things. But the question is, is it the will of God? Is it what God has predestined you to do? Because if you pursue something that is outside the governance of what God purposed for your life, you will go in circles. It's like you're going to run into different circles without finding fulfillment. That is why it is important. It is important for us to find fulfillment only in God, to find God. So here, the first point, the first practical words you and I can delight in God is by doing the will of God. What is the will of God for you? To delight in the Lord is to desire to be in his presence and to do and to desire also to do his will. When you desire to do the will of God, when you find actually the purposes to which God has called you to and you begin to do the will of God, you begin to delight in God. And there are benefits that comes when we delight in the Lord. And we're going to be shelling on that quickly here. But understand this, do God's will. The second way we can practically delight in God, we can practically begin to delight in God, is uh, to delight in God's instructions. To delight in God's instructions. Romans chapter 7 verse 22 states this, For in my inner being, in my inner being, I delight in God's law. That word again, law. When we look at that word, we look at God's instruction. So, for in my inner being, I delight in God's instruction. God's instruction that governs my heart. That is a practical. So, we begin to look at the word of God. We begin to walk into the word of God. We begin to do our best to respond according to the word of God. That is the practical way of doing what or delight 
delighting in God, delighting in God. And then the third point or, or practical way to delight in God is actually just upholding the Word of God, standing on the Word of God, believing the Word of God. Whatever it says, you believe the Word of God. The Bible says this, God's Word does not go back to Him void. It accomplishes everything it is purposed to do. So when you begin to stand on the Word of God and believe the report of the Word of God, there is just something tangible that happens in within your life. You begin to delight in who God is. You begin to delight in the presence of God through His Word. So here is what Psalms 119 verse 13 says. It says that with my lips... I recount all the laws, all the instructions. With my lips, I recount all the laws, all the instructions that come from your mouth. The fourth point, the fourth way we can practically uh, delight in God is a prayer. Prayer is not just to pray when you need something. Prayer is not just uh, to, to go into prayer when you desire something or when something happens. Prayer is a way of a relationship and fellowship with God. Prayer is key to our relationship with God. Prayer is key to demonstrate that you are, you, your, your delight, your enjoyment, or your fulfillment is in God. What does the prayer do? Prayer connects you to the very heart of God. You begin to relate with God. You begin to talk with God. You begin to speak with God, your God, your maker. You begin to relate with God and tell God. And actually prayer, uh, some of the prayer as we pray, they are not even prayer. Prayer, you talk with God. Tell him how you feel. Tell him how you feel about certain stuff. So the psalmist not only declared his delight in God's word, he prayed to delight in God's word. Psalms 119 verse 18 says, Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law, out of your instructions again. The last practical way we can uh, demonstrate or we can delight in God is actually to remember what God has done for you. In fact, this point is very crucial. Number five, you can't, you can't, you can't actually demonstrate the, the other three, the other four we've talked about. You can't pray if you don't remember what God has done. So the, 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 the fifth way to practically uh, delight in God is to remember. Just sit there and remember what God has done in your life. Remember where he has taken you. You are not where you used to be. You are not near where you used to be. Yes, things may not be all that rosy or all that good, but you are not the same as you used to be. You're not suffering the same way you used to, to be. You, you have been redeemed, you have been delivered, and God is still delivering you. He is still redeeming you from certain situations in your life. So you got to delight in God because where you are today, that's not where you used to be. Where I was 2000, 2000, you know, 2000, uh, uh, 2000 actually, year, 2000, 2001 is not where I am today. The Lord has continue, continuously be, do, been doing work through 
through me, work in me. So you begin to remember where God has, called, has taken you. If you are able to remember how far God has brought you and what he has done for you, both in the visible or invisible realm, you will never trade your life for the things of this world. You will never trade your focus for the things that are temporal. You will never trade your desires for the things that cannot fulfill you. You will never trade your enjoyment for the things that cannot satisfy you. You begin to focus on God because you remember what God has done. You remember how he died on the cross for your sins. You remember the, 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 the price he paid for your sin. And you remember when all had left you, when everybody was talking bad about you, when everybody did not see what God can do with your life, when everybody were gossiping about you, guess who showed up and guess who stuck out and guess who stood with you? It was only God. So if you remember what God has done in your life and he continues to do and he desires to do in your life, then you're going to practically do what? Delight in God. You're going to find your fulfillment in God. You're going to find your satisfaction in who God is and what he is capable of doing and what he is working on your behalf. I do not preach because I went to Bible college. I do not preach because I was born a preacher. I do not, I do not preach because I just want to be a preacher. I preach and I share the word of God because God delighted in me and I delight in God. When all had left me, he alone was there in my life to begin to transform me, to begin to change me, to begin to chatter away from me. When everybody had wrote me off, God had written me in. When everybody said, we can't hire you, God had already hired me. God had already planned where I needed to go. So when you delight in God, something powerful happens. When you delight in the presence of God, something tangible happens. When you delight in the instruction of the word of God, something true happens in your life. When you delight on the word of God and you don't shift to the left or to the right and you focus on the kingdom of God, God will lead you to where you need to be so stop looking to the left or to the right or stop looking for you know to, to who is in your life and who isn't in your life begin to look at God himself remember what he has done in your life remember what, how he has redeemed you remember the things he has done over your life that is what makes us stay true to the vision and to the plan of God don't worry about who has said what worry about what God is saying so that you can pay attention to where you need to go. Now, let me briefly here, as I'm getting excited of this topic, this is a wonderful topic and I'm getting excited, I want to take you, uh, to, to show you uh, four benefits of uh, delighting in the Lord. There are four benefits that I chose, I know there are many, but just these four powerful benefits of, uh, of, of that happens when you delight in God, they are easy to remember. Number one, you become unshakable. Let's go to Psalms 16 verse 8, it says, I have seen Set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I have set the Lord always before me. I have delighted in God.
I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I delight in God in another way. I shall not be shaken. One of the key benefits of uh, delighting in God, making God your dwelling place, making God your hiding place, making God your refuge, making God your, your, your protector, is that uh, you can never be shaken. They can, the, 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 the storms can be going. The storms can be rumbling. The storms can be kicking. You are not going to be shaken. Why? You delight in the Lord. And those who delight in the Lord, those who dwell in the mighty praises of God can never be shaken. The Bible says, uh, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall not fear. Why? Because I delight in God. I am in the praises of God. I walk in the counsel of the word of God. Understand this, please. Anybody that can try to shake you, they can never succeed. Why? Because your delight, your fulfillment, your enjoyment is found only in God. Number two benefit of delighting in God is that you become full of joy. Why is joy so important? Listen, if you are joyful, you can think and ponder about what God is doing in your life and is about to do with your life. When you have joy, you can... You, you can soundly hear the voice of God and you can define where you need to be and where you shouldn't be. And also you can be happy in your spirit, no stress, no depression. Why? Because you have become full of joy. Psalms 43 verse 3 states this. Then I will go to the altar of God to, to guard my exceeding joy. And I will praise you with a lily, oh God, my God, to God my exceeding joy. You, the, one of the benefit of uh, delighting in God, uh, delighting in the Lord, is that uh, you will have exceeding joy. Joy that doesn't come from how much you have in your pocket. Joy that, is, that, is, that doesn't come uh, from what you have, from your house, from your cars, from who, whatever is in there. But the true joy of the kingdom of who has you and who you have in you. Remember, it's not how much you know or what you know. It's about who you know. If you know the king of kings, the king of glory, the mighty living God, the powerful, omnipotent God, the God of all power. He is in you and he is dwelling in within you and you in him. You can fear nothing in this world. Why? Because you are with the Jehovah. You are with Yahweh. You are with the mighty God himself straight by your side. And that is a powerful thing. Then I don't have to worry about where my money or my paycheck is going to come from. Then I don't have to worry where my life is going because is, I'm going with him wherever he says go I go and that is a beautiful thing four benefits of delighting in the Lord number three the, the third the third benefit is this God will make known the path of your life let me say that again because there are many of you right now you desiring God I want to do this what can I do where, where can I go what is it that I need to be some are trying to discover their purposes some are trying to find what their purpose is 
Some are trying to find, go to purposeful uh, uh, seminars or stuff like that. Hey, start right here. Start right here. If you delight in God, God will make known the path of your life. You don't even have to go and inquire to, from that uh, 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 prophetic guy there or girl there. You don't have to go and inquire from any prophet where your life needs to be if you delight in God, you delight in the word of God, you delight in the spirit of God, God will make known the path of your life. Psalms 16 verse 11 states this, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is a fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forever. Why does it say you make known to me the path of life and in your presence there is fullness of joy? You are content with where he is taking you. You are fulfilled with where he is taking you. Listen people of God. When you pursue God, God will position you to where you need to be. When you, you pursue and delight in God, God begins to do what God began, begins to position you in place of positions where you can get to where you need to go. And today I'm so happy because God has made known, he had made known the path to my, my life. I had, uh, let me give you an example here. Right after graduating from uh, Bible college, I had an offer to take up a church to become a pastor. And I knew that wasn't the path that God was calling me to go and do. I, I know I could go and lead the church, but listen, you can be leading something that God hasn't called you and God hasn't given a grace to you. You may be doing a job that you're doing that you don't even have grace, but because you just want by the way of, by the means of, uh, you know, of uh, supporting yourself, then you go and do that. That is not a good thing. Clinge to God, desire God, seek God, and you will see God is going to make known, is going to make known the path to which you, you need to take. So number four, and I love number four, I love the fourth benefit of delighting in the Lord. Here it is here. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Oh my goodness, look at this. When you delight in God, all things will work together for your good. They may reject you, you it will create an opportunity because all things will work together for your good. Whatever situation you may find yourself in right now, it will work for your good. All you need is delight in God, desire God, pursue God, stand on the word of God. All these things we worry about, God will take care of them. That's why it says delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. It comes after the delight. The desires of your heart are given or granted after your delight in God. So I love this. All things works together for your good. Whatever situation you may be facing right now. Whatever situation you may be facing right now, let me tell you this. Here's the good news. God will turn it for your own good. Whatever situation and problem you're going through right now, I tell you by the authority and the power of the word of God, God will turn it for your own good. God will transform your life. God is transforming your situation right now. 
Let me share with you here quickly as we begin to wrap up our program here. The results. The results of delighting in the Lord. We've looked at uh, the practical ways, uh, five practical ways we can delight in God. I've, I've taken you through uh, uh, four benefits of uh, delighting in God. Now, I want to briefly, in closing here, take you into the results of delighting in the Lord. Psalms 112 verse 1 to 10 says this, Praise the Lord, blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in, in his commandments his offspring will be mighty in the land the generation of the upright will be blessed wealth and riches are in his house and his righteous endures forever light dawns in the darkness for the upright he is gracious merciful and righteous it is well with a man who deals generously and lands who conducts his affairs with the justice let's break that down right now the results of uh, uh, delighting in the Lord is that you're going to have true wealth and true riches. And the riches and the wealth from God are without sorrows. You're going to enjoy them. You're going to enjoy your life. You're going to enjoy everything. That is the result of delighting in the Lord. And then number three, uh, a result of delighting in the Lord is that your righteousness, your righteousness will endure forever. You will endure because you are in the right standing with God, with the right standing with God, and your righteousness will endure forever. Number four, you become gracious and merciful. You become gracious and merciful. To whom much is given, much is required, and that much is graciousness towards other people, merciful towards other people. Why? You have, you delight in the Almighty God. You dwell in the praises of the Almighty God, and His character and His manif the manifestation of His uh, attributes manifest through you. That is grace and mercy towards others. Delighting in the Lord results in the fulfillment of our desires. Make sure your desires are God's desire for you. You become soft and tender toward God and you will always be teachable and, uh, and pliable in His hand. Desire what is godly. Desire what is beneficial. Desire what is good because God will definitely give you the desires of your heart. Here is the good news translation rendering of um, Psalms uh, 37 verse 4. It says this, Seek your happiness in the Lord and He will give you your, your heart's desire. This scripture, particular scripture, corresponds to the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. It says, Seek the kingdom of God. It says, I seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and it will give you everything you need. Delighting in God leads to complete trust in him because God is reliable. God is dependable. God is trustworthy. God can be trusted. Trust God, do good, and then you will live in safety and prosperity. 
Delighting ourselves in the Lord means trading our, trading our worries for faith, trading our anxieties for hope, discouragement for commitment and for contentment, fear for faithfulness. We trade all that stuff. Rejection, we turn it into an opportunity and a sorrow into joy. So here is the breakdown as I finish and I'm going to be praying for you and I'm going to declare the word of God. I feel an action in my spirit that God is giving you the desires of your heart on this day. If you open your heart to receive this word today, God is giving you the desires of your heart. Just make sure they are the desires of God, not just the worldly desires. Let me tell you something here. When you delight in God, God does what you desire for you. Today, I want you to know, whatever you desire, whatever you're praying to God for, whatever you're believing God for, if you delight in God, God says, I will give that which you desire. If you delight to be in the presence of God, God says, I will grant that desire. Again, make sure it is the desires of God. I just want to pray with you as we begin to, as we finish this program today. For those who are believing God, for those who have been on the mountain for such a long time without receiving what you desire, I have news for you. It is because maybe you haven't delighted in, the, in God's instruction. You have pursued things instead of pursuing God. And I'm asking you today to pursue God, to desire God. The Bible says, what? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. And today I declare by the authority of the anointing of God and the spirit of God and the power of the word of God that may God give you the desires of your heart. As long as they are godly desires, I declare the manifestation of those desires over your life in Jesus' name. And I break loose every spirit that have been holding you captive, every dem demons that have been holding your blessings captive, I release you from every power in the mighty name of Jesus. Every sickness, every bondage, every control and manipulation of the enemy. I release you from it by the power and the authority of the word of God. In Jesus' name, I command freedom. I command joy. I command fulfillment. I command contentment for your life. In Jesus' name. Now you are there, you've never given your life to the Lord, or you have backslidden, you are not living according to the word of God. Listen, you can't delight in God, and you, you, can't, you can't have your desires be fulfilled if you are outside the realm and the governing body of the kingdom of God. I want to pray right now with you. Say, dear Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Forgive me of my sins, cleanse me, wash me, and purify me today. I accept you as my Lord. And Savior and I surrender today to you. Cleanse me and make me anew. Let me begin a new life today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Shalom. Shalom. Thank you for watching Kingdom Insight. Dr. Kazumba Charles has written some powerful and insightful books that will help you discover treasures and truth of God's Word and also give you a deeper understanding of the unchanging character of God. For a love gift of $20, our office will send you one of the following books written by Dr. Kazumba Charles. The Parables of the Kingdom, 
revisiting the foundations, the weapon of forgiveness, or discovering the power of God in you. Please go to www.kazumbacharles.org to give your love gift. Your love gift will enable Dr. Kazumba Charles to continue to preach the good news of the kingdom. Thank you for your generosity.